Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Final Furlong Podcast is proudly brought to you by Tote. Think all place pots are the same? Think again. 10% bigger dividends when you bet direct with Tote Plus at tote.co.uk. Delighted to say that once again on the Final Furlong Podcast, I'm joined by the world's leading trainer, Aidan O'Brien. Aidan, hope all is well with you. All good, Emmett. Thank God. Excellent, especially ahead of a huge weekend for you. We'll start at Irish Champions Weekend with St. Mark's Basilica, who unfortunately had to miss the Judmont, but is such an exciting horse. And I say that because he has such an explosive turn of foot. And that's one of the things about a racehorse that we look for most, because it can get him out of trouble. Four group ones in a row, if we count last year's Dewhurst as well. So he's bidding for his fifth. How is he? And how do you feel about the weekend? Yeah, no, good. Uh, everything has went well since... Uh his mishap uh, just before York. Um, so, um, no, everybody seems uh, very happy with him at the moment, Amos. Uh, uh, Any disadvantage in missing that race at York? Uh, listen, obviously, it was uh, part of his programme and uh, and uh, obviously uh, he, he missed that, that part of it. Um, so, no, we were... Um, Look, he just uh, to get him back really, and, and to, he he uh, he got back into um, uh, kind of full enough swing, uh, quick enough really. I suppose. I suppose obviously he missed the race, and 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 that's uh, um, it was part of his program. But uh, no, we're listen. We're uh, happy with the way everything's going at the moment. And I know that in his work prior to that incident, which uh, resulted in an infection, um, that you were very pleased with everything that was going on with him, and that you were very bullish uh, has he returned to that state of work no very happy with him uh, um, like I said everything has went well since um, and uh, now he has been in full work uh, for a little while now so um, um, no um, everyone seems happy really can't wait to see him uh, he could be joined by stable companions there's Armory who was third in the race last year Love as well but Love also has the Curra option she could go for the Moigler Jules Blanford Stakes has, has a decision been made yet no, not yet. Uh, obviously, we'll see in the morning. Uh, they've got, they're all going through their tests and everything there today. Uh, so hopefully, we'll have results back of all those this evening or in the morning. So um, and then and then uh, we kind of uh, see where we're going then uh, when 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 that all comes together, really. And what have you made of Love's campaign so far this year? Because it started so brilliantly at, at Royal Ascot. Yeah, no, we've been happy with our three runs. Really, uh, obviously, she won first time out and. Then uh, she was a little bit at the mercy of, of, of pace in the next two races. Um, probably she's a filly wants a strong, high-tempo race to be seen at her best. And, and uh, probably, I suppose, the, the last two weren't that, that really suited her. It obviously suits some horses, but she's a filly like, is seen at her best when the tempo is strong. So keep the faith. 
I, I know we uh, everything has been well with our sense, Dave, uh, um, Emmett. Excellent. Good to hear. All right. The Coolmore America Justify matron stakes. I think I'd be killed if I didn't mention that. Uh, Mother Earth has been one of the most consistent horses of the season. She's been an absolute superstar and was once again in the winner's enclosure for you recently enough. Um, she's got good backup in the shape of Joan of Arc and Empress Josephine, but is this the plan for Mother Earth? Um, yes, that's the plan, absolutely. Um, uh, she's uh, been well since her last run, and uh, um, the same, everyone has been happy with her as well. Um, so, um, no, it was the plan for a good while for her. Excellent. And would she be joined by Joan of Arc and Empress Josephine, who've had good uh, campaigns yeah, of their own? Yeah, no, I, I suppose the Empress Josephine is, is probably the most likely one to join her. Um, everything is well with her since the last day as well. Um, um, she's, uh, no, so the, the plan at the moment is for the two to go. Okay, and you'll be aware of the weather forecast just as much as I am. We're not that far away from each other, and it's lashing rain right now. Um, yeah. if, if it rains at, at the weekend, it'll suit Empress Josephine um, from Mother Earth. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, Empress Josephine, obviously, exactly. She she has good form in, in soft ground. Uh, Mother Earth has form in, in soft ground as well. Um, but obviously, it, it probably uh, suits uh, Empress Josephine soft ground. Um, Mother Earth seems very versatile ground-wise, really. Um, I'm excited to see what Mother Earth can do. And um, she's just a, a brilliant, brilliant racehorse. We'll switch countries. Yeah. And look at the United Kingdom. High definition. The lads have supplemented him for the St. Ledger um, at a cost of 40k. He's got You've obviously got Sir Lucan in there as well, although I did notice that there's the option of the Irish St. Ledger for him as well. Um, what has come to light since High Definition's disappointment last time out? Yeah, no, he, he was fine. Um, uh, he, he came out of race well, and it was, it was just kind of obviously used as a stepping stone on the way to the Ledger. And, uh, he ran very well. We taught um, um, the Mediterranean made it that day and he went at even pace and high definition was came out of race well he maybe just got caught behind the second horse a little bit and uh, where ideally he'd have probably preferred to have fallen uh, the Mediterranean at more even pace just the pace went out of race a little bit uh, on the bend uh, before the straight and probably didn't suit him ideally but he, obviously he was being prepared for the ledger rather than that race so um um, but came out of the race well, and, and uh, we always thought that uh, the trip would suit him, that we always thought that he would stay well. Yeah, and you've thought the world of him. I mean, this is something that you said to me at the start of the season, but you were concerned about um, perhaps the the guineas being a little bit too short for him um, and and that he would be more of a, of a stamina horse. And the mile six really should bring out the best in him. If he's going to have his day this year, this should be the race. Uh, well, we always thought he would stay. Uh, obviously, he had a little bit of a blip in the Irish Derby, and uh, he got a fright and uh, lost his confidence a little bit in it. So it was important that uh, he came out of the race well and, and uh, out of his next race well and went into it nicely and came out of it well without feeling that it was the be-all and end-all for him. So really going to York was a confidence thing for him. Um, um, to bring him back forward, and I suppose like he he had a lot of ground to make up on the horses uh, from um, the Irish Derby, so that wasn't going to happen at one big jump. Like we'd always rather just take a baby jump and then take another jump, you know. So that's what we did. Um, um, so hopefully uh, that will work. Um, we always thought that he would get a mile and a half well or further. Um, so we're going to find out plenty more about him, uh, really. And what about our old friend Sir Lucan? 
Yeah, no, he's in good form as well. Frankie rode him the last day and was happy. Uh, he thought he was going to be best ridden with cover. Uh, Frankie was very happy with him that day, but he said in an ideal world he'd like to uh, maybe cover him a little bit more. He just said the, the, he, he felt uh, in York uh, when he saw the open space, uh, um, he saw it a little bit earlier than he wanted. In an ideal world, he might like to take his time a little bit more on him, but he, he's, he's in good form uh, since then as well. And does that suggest then that Frankie will be on board? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, um, no, obviously I, I was speaking about Frankie because he had rode him the last twice, you know. So, um, so I, I suppose we'll see what will happen. Obviously this evening first, and then and then in the morning, and then and then uh, hopefully put the right jockeys and the right horses. Really, I tried to sneak that one out of you, Aidan. Sorry about that, but <laughs> I had to swing for it uh, to see yeah. if we could. But obviously he'd be no. a, a great jockey booking if possible. Yeah. Uh, in his yeah. free. Um, so he came back from 651 days with a fine run in, in the Royal Whip. And um, he does have plenty of options at the weekend, but the, the Paddy Power Stakes makes the more sense in, in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's the one we were looking at with him. Um, but obviously he was left in a lot of other races in case uh, scenarios change with other horses. Um, but that was the race we had our eye on for a good while with him. Um, and he went to the Cora uh, to start off with the view to coming back to that race. So um, I think that's the most likely scenario at the moment, unless uh, some of the other horses uh, fall by the wayside in some of the other big races and and, uh, and the combinations change. But that's what we're thinking of at the moment. And bringing a horse back from such a long layoff successfully um, is something that you've done in the past. But uh, the fact that you've kept him in training just goes to show how highly you regard him. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, his farm is there to be seen from a two-year-old, and uh, we always thought that a three-year-old was going to be his time, but he had a few little blips and didn't get out. Um, so we, we were looking forward to him this year, and obviously we, we took our time with him and uh, and didn't take any chance with him, and, and that's probably why he hasn't appeared until now. But we always thought, like, the for a, an older horse, a four-year-old, uh, the autumn is where it kind of really starts, and... Uh, and uh, like the year runs into December now, really. Mm, yeah, it's kind of it's it's massive now, um, and it's kind of wild how fast the uh, year is going by as well. Uh, in terms of juveniles, um, Lullaby is a horse who is the shortest price in the market for you for the Moigler, uh, but you've got some beautifully bred horses in there. Like Constantwell was disappointing last time out, but I'm sure there was an excuse for that, and um, and there are better days ahead for her. Uh, and prettiest as well. W- what is the current thinking for the Moigler at the current? Yeah, at the moment it could be prettiest. Uh, a lullaby might go to Leperstown for the seven furlong Phillies race. Oh, okay. um, at the moment, um, but uh, prettiest we ran her in the Hines the last day, and, and maybe it was a little bit tight for her. Um, so we gave her a little bit of chance to get over that, and, and she seems to be back in good form. Um, so obviously some of the others could run with her, but she seems and thinking at the moment that she could be our main one. All right. So prettiest um, who, when Aiden says the, the Hines, he means the Phoenix Stakes, but always goes with the the older names. And um, she's a very, very fast horse and uh, beautifully bred as well. Dubawi out of Alice Springs, who was an absolute monster for you. Yeah, absolutely. She's very well bred, Philly. And, and uh, uh, you, you would imagine that seven shouldn't be any problem to her. Uh, also on Sunday, there's the small matter of the trip to France uh, for snowfall. Yeah, she she's in good form. Uh, obviously, she's left in a lot of races too, but that's the one we had our eye on for a while. Um, and the plan at the moment is for her to go there. And she would be taking in the Prix for Mai, which would be the the Phillies art trial. Um, Absolutely. 
absolutely. And obviously everything that we've seen from her so far this season has been historic and legendary and that's officially on the record. Like she set a record winning margin in the in the Oaks, record winning margin for 100 years in the Irish Oaks. Uh, what she did at York last time out was spectacular as well. Um, this, I suppose, just gives her more of a feel of what France and racing in France is like. Yeah, I suppose and it's around Longchamp. So, uh, um, listen, it, it, it's always nice to uh, um, have a little look um, at the track you're going to run over. Uh, obviously, uh, if she was to go to the Arc, it, it, it's a massive race and uh, um, it's obviously an Arc prep, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the best. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what she does, and I'm sure that there will be time comparisons with Adair and all of that uh, to come as well, but um, she's such an exciting horse, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing her in action. Uh, speaking of exciting horses, you've only got two entered in the national stakes, the great Vincent O'Brien national stakes, um, and of course the star of the show there is Point Lonsdale, who has just been a monster for you this season. Yeah, no, everything has went well uh, since the last day with him as well. Um, he's a very straightforward, off-handed horse, really. Um, so, um, no, we've been delighted with him all the way, really, from the first time he ran at the Curra, um, then to Ascot, and and then Leperstown came back to the Curra the last time. So, no, everything has went well since. And Aidan, plans for for him afterwards, like if he comes through this test and wins, would he go for the Jewhurst? I'm not sure. Like obviously, we always take one race at a time with them all. Really, um, like he's had four runs already. Um, so, um, like obviously, we we don't ever really uh, discuss those things too much until we uh, get over uh, the race that we're trying to compete in first. I suppose, really. Okay. And the Comer Group, not named after my town, but Comer Group International Irish Saint Ledger. Um, You've got a n- number of entries here, including Aaron Levine, who was devastatingly impressive at the track uh, over this distance not so long ago, um, but has kind of lost his way a little bit since then. But it's a warning there to everybody that he's capable of that. Um, what are the current running plans? Yeah, no, obviously he could go there. Uh, I suppose passion might be the main one. She's, uh, I think she ran in that uh, trial as well. Um mm. She came forward a nice bit from it, but we'll come forward plenty more. Um, she's uh, really just takes a good bit of getting fit. Um, she's uh, working nicely, and uh, so we're, we're thinking that's where she might go next. And finally, Aidan, just because our American listeners will go nuts if I don't ask you about this, uh, Santa Barbara, um, is she yeah. going to head back to the States before the Breeders' Cup? Yeah, she is. Uh, she's going to go to Keeneland. Um, I think she has the two the two race options uh, in Keeneland. One race after the other, I think one is a mile and the other is nine furlongs. So uh, that's the plan is to go there with her next and uh, um, yeah, that's the race she's uh, penciled in for. So the QE2 in Keeneland then. Uh, Peter Fornatel called yeah. it on the podcast as well. He suggested that's where you would go. Uh, Aidan, yeah. of all the horses that you're going to unleash, who are you most looking forward to? Uh, sure. Obviously, we're looking forward to them all. Uh, MS really. Um, they're they're all trained uh, for their specific races at the moment, um, and uh, you just hope that they they get there and they, and hopefully they run well. Best of luck to you. It's um, St Mark's Basilica for me. Um, boring, I know, but I'm just very much looking forward to that clash, and I hope that he does the business for you. Um, stay safe and uh, please God we'll chat again before the Breeders' Cup Aidan O'Brien it's a pleasure as always appreciate it thanks very much Emmett 
a gentleman as always, Aidan O'Brien, who has some big guns to fire for Irish Champions Weekend and the St. Ledger and indeed the ARC Trials uh, at Paris Longchamp as well. It's going to be a huge weekend and hopefully we got you some good insight and potentially some gravy there as well. So a huge thanks to Aidan for joining us yet again on the Final Forum podcast. Uh, we'll be back with a, another special edition of the show very, very soon, which we hope you like. Rory is here tomorrow, Thursday, to preview the weekend's action, and we'll review it all on Monday's show, of course, as well, as usual. And there's another special edition of the Final Forum podcast to come too. So a number of special editions that we're working on, something a little bit different. We hope you're going to like them. Uh, all of that and plenty more to come right here on the Final Forum Podcast. If you like this interview with Aidan O'Brien, if you like the show, retweet, share on social media. That's all we ask of you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using. If you're using Spotify, subscribe for free. You can listen to us for free on Spotify. Um, Same with Apple Podcasts. uh, Same with CastBox, Podbean, TuneIn. Hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. It doesn't cost you anything, but uh, it helps the algorithm, and uh, that always helps. And you got us into the top three on Apple Podcasts again over the weekend, which is just insane. So thank you so, so much for doing that. Uh, Thank you so, so much for being the best listeners in the world. We're very, very lucky to have you. So we're looking forward to more exciting content coming your way and uh, hopefully more exciting announcements coming your way as well. But more on that later. Uh, tips to come from Roy DeLarghi uh, another special edition of the show and a review of the weekend's action all on the way for you you can listen to us on Spotify or any podcast app for free so the only thing that we ask of you is to like share subscribe it's not going to cost you anything but um, it'll be a help to us look after yourself stay safe and let's get that gravy for the weekend talk to you soon God bless the Final Furlong Podcast is proudly brought to you by Tote. Think you can't get better value? Think again. 10% bigger dividends when you bet direct with Tote Plus at tote.co.uk.